Welcome to The Dead Drop, your secret cache of game news delivered safely and securely to your podcast player. I'm Matt Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. Just like video games, I'm giving this podcast an upgrade. I'm going to be tackling more stories much faster and really to eliminate all that fluff. You're here to get news from across the industry, right? Here are more news stories than usual that you need to know. Take-Two Interactive has been sued by an Illinois parent for their allegedly deceptive practices with the My Team card collection mode in NBA 2K, the popular basketball game series. The random draws as part of this mode allows buyers to acquire new basketball players for their team, but the player doesn't know what they'll be getting. This is usually called a loot box, and is considered tantamount to gambling. The parent is hoping for a class action and is seeking $5 million in damages. NBA 2K's publisher declined to comment as the volatile discussion around loot boxes is still quite fresh. Gambling in games has been opposed and legislated on many fronts. While NBA 2K provides a free currency in-game to purchase the loot boxes, it's the gambling habits they're looking to avoid. Lost Ark, an extremely popular MMORPG released this year in the West to much acclaim, has been pushed to address the revealing outfits and gendered classes in the game. Currently, genders are tied to certain roles, such as men to warriors and women to mages, but Smilegate, developer of the game, is looking to release new genders for the classes soon. Difficulty animating for new textures and character designs is the explanation for the time taken to roll out this change. Smilegate is also hoping to add some less revealing costumes that are more prominent in the marketplace, while the more promiscuous outfits will be less obvious. They justified not replacing the sexualized outfits entirely by claiming to cater to the hardcore fans that want the unadulterated Korean experience. This may not placate complainants, but at least they're addressing it. Itch.io has assembled games from over 700 creators hosted on their video game platform to create the Bundle for Ukraine as a way to generate donations to provide relief to the country during the ongoing hostilities with Russia. At the time of reporting, they've almost raised $3 million, with the biggest contribution at nine grand. Itch.io has done this before, creating a big set of DRM-free games and including big titles such as Baba Is You, Skatebird, and Superhot for a minimum of $10. This means that anyone with a bit of money can support Ukraine while getting access to games on a budget. A story like this we've only seen from Humble Bundle, and if you haven't donated to Ukraine yet, I'd urge you to pay for what you think is fair for this bundle. Link is in the show notes. According to a report from Deadline, Sony may be in talks with Amazon Prime Video to develop a God of War TV adaptation based on the popular game franchise. Producers of The Expanse and Wheel of Time series are expected to be on the books to develop it. This may be another foray by Sony into game adaptations with The Last of Us currently in production with HBO, The Twisted Metal show announced and the recent release of the Uncharted film. This may soon resolve the rumour that Dwayne Johnson teased on Twitter recently, stating he had the chance to be the lead on a gaming franchise from his youth. Who else can you see as the hulking Kratos in a God of War adaptation? Let me know on Twitter with your predictions. Three businessmen with ties to Bobby Kotick are currently under investigation for buying $108 million worth of shares in Activision Blizzard only four days prior of the sale of the publisher 
to Microsoft. The US Justice Department and the SEC are looking into this matter separately for the same reasons. One of the men is noted as saying it was a lucky bet, and I wouldn't be surprised if Bobby was up for a bit of insider trading on the $67 billion sale that would give him his golden parachute. I'll keep you posted as investigations continue. Google Stadia is rumored to have developed its own Linux-based emulator that would enable the cloud streaming service to run Windows games in addition to its cloud offering. Reddit users spotted a session running at the Games Developer Summit on March 15th called How to Write a Windows Emulator for Linux from Scratch. Emulation is the new hot topic after the release of the Steam Deck with its Proton-based emulator for non-Linux games. Making games widely available on new gaming solutions could be the new way for failing platforms to convert users to their service, which is important for Google Stadia as their first-party game development has ceased entirely and cloud gaming hasn't taken off in the way they'd hoped. Valve is known for keeping game development close to their chest. While this isn't a Half-Life 3 announcement, it's close. Data miners of Valve's new Aperture Desk job title have found references to four unannounced titles in the code for the game. The titles are listed as Citadel, an RTS-FPS hybrid, a port of Counter-Strike Global Offensive, a follow-up to Half-Life Alex, the VR title, and a recreation of a previously cancelled Portal title. There is very little to go on here, with no information from Valve to corroborate to ascertain the validity of rumours that these games are in development. Valve is making headlines everywhere at the moment, and surely Good Guy Gaben will come through for the gamers, right? Nintendo Switch Online as a service has been notoriously terrible for its lack of features, with very commonplace aspects being upgraded on the service and lauded as new functionality. A 2.0 update to the service is now newsworthy for the improved ability to copy your friend code to share with another player more easily. The 12-digit identifier needed to be manually copied before now, so it saves you a bit of time. Online status visibility is another addition here, but they are standard on other services but they have to announce this is a bit crazy. One for the Switch lovers out there though. Game delays are common these days, with development difficulty most often due to the pandemic and work from home circumstances. I tend to agree with the idea that giving devs more time to polish the games is important. Here are a few titles with announced delays, just in case you were keen on them. Luminous Productions has delayed the release of new open world action RPG, or Spoken, to October 11th, previously May 25, in order to polish the game to everyone's satisfaction. Many have also been keen to hear about Gotham Knights, a WB Games Montreal production, and there is finally an announcement of release on October 25th. It was previously slated for release in 2021, but had to be delayed to this year. Nintendo's Advance Wars 1 and 2 reboot has also been delayed indefinitely, stating recent world events as the reason, but is unmistakably a reference to Russia's invasion of Ukraine which makes sense, despite the title being an E-rated game for the young'uns. That was the gaming industry news that you need to know. How do you like the new format? Send me your feedback, as I'd like to hear what you think of this podcast and other ways that I can improve it. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out sources of the stories, transcripts, and more. Join me every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday to discuss the latest game news. And if I missed anything, let me know on Twitter, at MapListPod or via email, deaddroppod at gmail.com. Or don't, and just tell your friends about the Dead Drop for video game news. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.